Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hey folks, how you doing today? I hope you're doing well. I don't know why I ask a question when you can't answer or I can't hear you, but you know, I know I know that people are listening. I have great friends that listen all the time, and I'm so thankful for them. I'm thankful for my friend in Vancouver, Julie, who listens to me. Thankful for John and Diane out of our joy group who listen to me. In fact, John is always saying, you know, I like what you said in your message. And the problem was I couldn't remember it because it's like two or three weeks ago. But there's others of you that have listened for years and years and years. And and my friend that I had on the air last week, she has been listening almost since the beginning of my show, which is this is my 18th year. So that's exciting, and I thank you for listening, and I pray that I say things that are true and honest and from the Word of God that you can sink your teeth in and that we can understand the Word of God in a, in a better way, but we can know how much He loves us and how much He loves you. Our dear Heavenly Father, I love you. I love you so much. And Lord, I pray your forgiveness on my life for not being everything maybe I should be all the time. And maybe for those attitudes that creep in that that I shouldn't have. God, forgive me. Forgive the listeners of the things that they have going on in their lives and sometimes just not being everything we could be. Lord, we want to walk with you. I want to walk with you. I want to love you so much that people will see the love of Jesus in me. God, I pray that you would use me and help me. And Lord, help our people. We have a world out there that needs you, and we need to be that living witness for you. Thank you for this day in Jesus' name. Amen. One of my favorite books in the Bible, you've heard me say this many times. I've done many messages out of it. And this is fresh message today. This is not a, a repeat of any sort. Sometimes I go back 10, 11 years and look at some of my old messages and share pieces of them. But today I'm just going to read out of the Word of God and, and the book of James and uh, because it is so straightforward and I love the message of it. And so, if you'll join me just for a few minutes today, starting with James chapter 1, verse 2, that I'm just going to read down, talk some, read down, talk some. Yeah, I'm going to go through it today, just like that. A little bit different than normal, but hey, it's God's Word. It should pierce our heart. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. What? Are you kidding me? Really, James? Consider it pure joy. He said not just joy, but pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. That sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? Because what? why does he, this is what he says in verse 3, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Yes, it'll help you become stronger because you're taste, you're, you've been tested and you've made it through the trial and you are now stronger because of it. He said, let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. See, what he's after here is he's after us to understand the the importance of becoming mature in the things of Christ. Are you mature in the things of Christ or are you still on spiritual milk? Have you graduated to spiritual protein? Are you allowing God's word and God's truth to penetrate your mind and your heart, James is really trying to get this across. He said, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. Now, if any any of you lack wisdom, I lack wisdom. I need God's wisdom. He said, Tom, 
ask and it will be given to you generously. And he says, I'll give to anyone without fault, without finding fault. It will be given to you. Do you believe the word of God? Do I believe the word of God? God, will you give me wisdom? Yes, I believe the word of God, and I believe he will, and I believe he wants to continue to do wisdom, to give us wisdom. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. Believers in humble circumstances ought to take pride in their high positions. Believers in humble circumstances ought to take pride in their high positions that God has provided for them. God has taken care of them, so they're happy about that. But the rich should take pride in their humiliation, since they will pass away like a wild flower. For the sun rises with scorching heat and withers the plant. It blossom falls, and its beauty is destroyed. In the same way, the rich will fade away, even while they go about their business. You know why? Sure you know why. It's because they've put riches in front of God. They've honored riches versus honoring God. Well, I give something to the Lord. I do this and that. I'm telling you, I, I know some rich people. I have some very wealthy friends. And these wealthy friends of mine all honor God with their wealth. And God has blessed them over and over again because they honor God with their wealth. I have just a recent friend that has just been, she's been wonderful in, in, in just giving from her heart to the things of God. And I know God's going to bless her. He's already blessed us with her because she's such a blessing to us. And, and she listens to God. And he says, having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. Those who love him, that's who it's promised to. Do you love him? How much do you love him? Can you spread your arms as wide as you can? I love him this much. I love him with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my mind. You know, I hope so. Then he goes on, verse 13. I'm, zip, I'm zipping through this because I want to get a bunch of this out today. He says, when tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. But each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desire and enticed. Listen to that. You're tempted when you're dragged away by your, your own evil desire and enticed, and you give in to the enticement. Then after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is full grown, gives birth to death. Yes, the separation of God and man is sin, and it ends in death. Don't be deceived, my friends, my brothers and sisters. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like a shifting shadows. He chose to give us birth through the word of truth that we might be a kind of first fruits of all he created. He had a perfect plan for our lives. He created us to worship him and serve him. And yes, right out of the chutes, Adam and Eve, they kind of blew it and sent everything on a different course. And of course, that's why we're here today, you know, and, uh, and then later on, Noah, and then Noah, everybody lived in sin, and the Lord destroyed the world by a flood. He said he'd never destroy it again by a flood. He reminds us by, by the rainbow. We see the rainbow. We know that's a reminder that he will never destroy the world again by a flood. But he destroyed the world because they were corrupt, so it had to start over again. 
And of course, they started over again, and pretty soon it became corrupt once again. Why? You've seen the results. You know the truth, but we don't listen. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Everyone should be quick to listen. Folks, I have to work on that. I'm not always quick to listen. I always want to talk. I always want to speak. But I've got to be quick to listen. I've got to work on that and be slow to speak. And sometimes we speak without thinking, and it causes, I've put my foot in my mouth so many times in my life because I spoke too quickly. And it says slow to become angry. He didn't say you couldn't become angry. He knew you'd be angry. Jesus was angry at the temple when they were desecrating it. He knew that we'd be angry in life, but he said, be slow to become angry. Don't just go off the handle. So many people, they just get so mad at whatever happens, just boom, they just fly off. Then he says, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Be obedient to what God's word says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks his face in the mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. You will be blessed when you follow the word of God, when you do what it says. That's what James is saying. I only got one more paragraph and we're through chapter one. I wanted to go through with you chapter one today. I just wanted to go through the Rush through the chapter. I just wanted to give little points for us to understand because it's so true. And I want you to go back and read the book of James, chapter 1 this week. Read it. Think about it. Digest it. Allow it to speak to your heart. And the last paragraph says this. Those who consider themselves religious. Listen to this. Those who consider themselves religious and yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongues deceive themselves, and their religion is worthless. Keep a rein on your tongues. Know what you are saying to people. Know what you're saying in this world. Ask God to give you wisdom when to talk and when not to, what to say and when to say it. Then he says in verse 27, religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless is this. This is it. He said, this is the religion. You want to live right? You want to make some differences? You want to touch, touch lives? Do this. Look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. Okay? What? Watch over orphans. Do you do any of that? You look after widows. Do you know what? You have some widows in your church or widows in your neighborhood that just don't have anybody? Some widows have their families around, which really helps them. And that's, But I think in the Word of God, he speaks of the widows. He really wants, especially if there's people there's not around them, that we, the church, got to gather around them. We've got to love them and encourage them and be there for them. I have a, many friends that are widows that, man, I want to love them. I feel so sorry that they're they're on their own, but yet most of them love the Lord dearly. And then in closing, he says, keep oneself from being polluted by the world. People of God, the world is after you. It is after you, but if you stand firm in him, he will protect you, he will lead you, and your life will be fruitful. May God bless you. 
LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.